0: care who knows, I'm shooting hoops to the Super
1: Bowl, we like sports so we don't care who knows. Football, football, hockey. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and CJ Morgan. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and CJ. Yeah, what's up my friends? Hello, almost Sports Enthusiast. My name is Jason Dick. That's my friend, CJ Morgan. How are you today, buddy? What's going on?
0: Better now that you brought me a gift. I feel like in uh, that, our months doing the show, you yeah. already know me well. You know me. That that's did, so sweet of you.
1: Didn't have to be on-air fodder, but since you're willing to bring it up, yeah. I, I was at the grocery <laughs> last night. This is an innovation I did not know existed. Uh, but apparently they sell toilet paper now that, that does not have the the roll in the middle. It's just an entire... the The inside, you pop out the middle cylinder, whatever... And it specifically was advertised as a to-go roll. So you I think you're supposed to leave the normal part in yeah. the bathroom. And then, yeah, if you just need some extra to-go and CJ, because I don't even remember what it was, but because of your various ailments and conditions, you <laughs> told me that you now care. I was like, you know who has to-go toilet paper? My guy, CJ Morgan. And I'm, like, I'm out of it. So this is, gonna, this is perfect. So, I yeah, I, I brought CJ some some toilet paper to the workplace. So you are well, you welcome, my friend. I it's guess. much better than the
0: toilet paper here, and I know that because I usually don't have to go at work, but yeah. during the pandemic when when toilet paper was a hot commodity, oh. there was only one place to get it, and that was uh, in the secret downstairs custodial closet. Um which I know where it is. They have a
1: downstairs custodial closet. They have a secret oh, yeah.
0: downstairs. I mean, yeah? it's right out of Freddy Krueger. It's a very oh, no. murdery looking place, but uh, that's where they store all the extra toilet paper. And I happened to get one of those weird jumbo rolls that they put in the industrial machines. Get it Not on. comfortable. Right. Not good?
1: Not good for oh. the Heine. Okay. Were you flipping it on the uh, the black market at all? I know that was a thing during the pandemic, right? Uh, Were there no, people I, hoarding uh, hand sanitizer and toilet paper? And, I thought that would have been unethical. So, oh, yeah, right. like,
0: I was already stealing from you work. Steal I it don't for need your to own sell. own Purposes,
1: yeah. then it's okay, but don't don't steal it and sell it to somebody else. Especially that, something that, that nice low stuff.
0: quality. I mean, I, my name's attached to this. Yeah. If I'm going to fence <laughs> something, it's going to be a good
1: product. <laughs> Uh, All right, lots to get to on the program today. If you want to get in here, 512-834-1027 is the phone number. Disaster for the Patriots and for your guy on Monday Night Football. I had a lot of gambling things that went wrong for me, CJ. We'll get to that. Uh, Adam Silver says he's fixed tanking in the NBA. Have you? No, you haven't. Have you? you? Sam Ellinger is going to get his day in the sun, but we have to start here. It's the sports talk topic that keeps giving and giving and giving and giving. The eyes of Texas. Back in the news again, CJ. We touched on this a little at the end of the program yesterday, as I didn't know about it until Sark apologized during the press conference for his yeah. malfeasance. Um, and look, we can spend as little or as long as you guys want on this. I, in my vast experience in this business, CJ, you start talking about the eyes of Texas, you can just light up the phones for hours if you want. Um Steve Sarkisian did not sing the Eyes of Texas at the end of the 41-34 loss. Yeah, went straight to the locker room. Texas uh, suffered at the end of the Oklahoma State game on Saturday. Several fo- uh, several players followed him directly to the locker, uh, locker room. Uh, and yesterday, Sark said, quote, As you know, I owe an apology to Longhorn Nation. I made a mistake at the end of the game in not singing the Eyes of Texas when the game was done. That was not anything intentional. That was not anything that had to do with our players. I think our players just followed me up the ramp into the locker room, obviously upset by the way the game ended. End quote.
0: See, that's confusing because if I was a player, I would stay away from the locker room and the coach as long as possible. <laughs> right? I would be lurking around. To get the field. yelled at. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Quinn Ewers is out there, be like, "Let's do it again, guys. Let's sing some one, more. One more time. You guys want to sing anything else while we're out here?" Uh, so yeah, the the eyes of Texas has been a divisive topic in the last two and some years, maybe longer than that. I guess it was in the, the end times for Tom Herman that it really became permanently on my radar. And I don't, we don't have to have a whole read legislate is the eyes of Texas, a racist song. Probably, probably so. Uh, if you want to sing it and you have your you, you it means something different to you, is that okay? I probably, probably probably yeah, yeah it's not going to bother me. Uh, if there's a player who feels oppressed by the song and they would like to abstain, is that acceptable? Yeah. Not probably. Yes, I think that that's that should be totally fine. I don't know if it's totally fine under Sark when he was first introduced made a big point of saying, that's our school song, we're going to sing it. I don't know if he has mandated to the players that they are to sing it. I, I'm not sure. I I really, I really don't care about it. But there are certain people who care about it. Uh, but and I'm I'm not sure if I explained this yesterday or not. This is only it. Agree or disagree, CJ? This is only a problem because Texas lost the game. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. When you're winning, everything's fine. It gets swept under the rug. When you're losing, you start finding problems. Like I mentioned earlier, how the on Twitter and Reddit, it went from. Quinn Ewers is so cool, man. He's great. He's awesome. To like that dude's just stuck up, and he he has a big ego. Like no one right. was talking crap about right. him and saying. Uh, of course, every time a, a Texas player does bad, everyone had a class with him and said he's a jerk. But you know, uh, if you win, it solves all those problems. Like it, and that's if, that's our shallow society, and that's sports.
1: That's the reality of it. Tech, I, and I I don't even know how did how did this become a thing? How did uh, first of all, it's a road game. They're in Stillwater. So the guy, I I don't even, they still go to the section where the band is and put the horns up and sing the song. Like, it seems like a, a home field tradition, yeah. <laughs> much more so. Yeah. But I guess if you guys are doing it on the road. But somebody, well, there was a Longhorn fan there who saw Steve. not. It's certainly not on the telecast. Who I, I'm confused how we even got to this point. But had Texas, what was it? It was 31-24 at the half. If Texas just goes on and beats them. Fifty five to thirty and Sark is excited and Run, runs they, off they the took field. A, they took a point away from yeah. OSU. <laughs> oh, was it no 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 they had twenty four. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. All right, all right, there you go. We Sorry. beat them so bad, actually, CJ, we, we invented time Minus travel one point. and went back and beat them fifty-five to nothing. Blocked a, yeah, extra point. If Texas had won the game, and Sark left the field without singing the eyes of Texas. Would we talk about it today? I don't no. I don't even think I don't think it would have Not made the all. news. I think the handsha- which is what is stupid about this I thing. think
0: the handshake with the opposing coach is what's important. And everyone does that if if that happened then it's bad, but he went out there, he shook Van Gundy's hand and he left. Uh players followed him again. Yeah. I would have stayed on the field as long as possible. <laughs> I would have milked
1: that. I mean, this it became a big deal. When Tom Herman, uh, I mean, I guess his mistake was that he said, if the players don't want to sing the song, I'm fine with that. And because he was losing, I mean, the the, the most notable one was after the Oklahoma game where Sam Ellinger was literally the only player left on the field singing the Eyes of Texas. Uh, and Longhorn fans thought that that's was a disgrace. Look what we've become. Well, had you not lost in quadruple overtime, they, you would not have cared. Uh, and so... I just can't believe that we're still we're still here doing this. And by the way, it goes the other way as well. When when Sark showed up his first day, as I mentioned, he explained, that's our school song. We're gonna sing it. And the anti-Eyes of Texas people I didn't really hear from them at that point, all right? I didn't hear from them saying, no, this is unacceptable because hope springs eternal. Everybody was excited about the new coach, so nobody was making it a big— It just seems like this becomes an issue once you lose your third game of the season. Correct. If, If it's October and you got three losses, we need to start talking about the eyes of Texas. So what are we doing here, man? What are we doing? What we should we, have hired Sonny
0: Dykes. That's what we're doing. Wow, that's the hot take wow. now. Wow, that is—I've is, uh, seen that multiple places, including on our own Twitter at one zero two seven ESPN. Do you operate that Twitter? Sometimes.
1: I was like, did you, did you put that take out
0: there? No, but uh, when he wasn't on the radar, people weren't talking about him as hire as a coaching well, hire. I do not remember very much Sonny Dykes talk. When it came to being a Texas coach after uh Tom Herman was I will,
1: will um uh, Am I violating somebody's trust here? I if you I, no 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 if I you, have if on you have good authority info. that Chris Del Conte, the athletic director at Texas, wanted Sonny Dykes okay. to be the next coach at Texas. Uh but the Boosters wanted uh Steve Sarkeesian. And, and now the boosters, and the want boosters him fired. get what they what they want. Do they want him fired? I don't know if they want him fired yet. Uh, but that was a real thing. So, uh, Sonny Dykes was this close to being the Texas coach. Uh, now I feel bad because, look, I only talked to one person who knows things. Uh, Probably just that. Uh, you guys can figure just, it out. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but uh, no, it was the boosters who, who wanted it. And that is, you know, it is, <laughs> it seems like we're doing two topics here, but really it's the same topic, like, the The boosters are the ones who were very insistent about the Eyes of Texas remaining the school song, and we're going to continue to sing it even if the independent study says, yes, this had racist origins. It's not a racist song. It had racist origins. origins yeah. Okay, well, we'll just scrap it. We can, what's that? We can't scrap it because the boosters love the, loved the song? Okay, we, we won't scrap it. Those guys get what they want. And, yeah, I guess it's just a... It's sort of a, a chess piece that they use in either direction, whether they like the coach or dislike the coach. When things are going bad, we're it's going one of to the
0: mini, yeah.
1: we're gonna make a big deal about the eyes of Texas. I I got to admit, I haven't watched a lot of TCU football. Sonny Dykes is and 7-0. S- uh, I've, I've watched a good See, chunk. He's coaching them up? He's
0: coaching them up. The games are, I mean, they're high-scoring close games. They're not... Well, actually, you know what? They do look pretty dominant. Um, I mean, it needed overtime
1: to beat Oklahoma State. Is that right? Uh, Oklahoma State's
0: good. They are good. Their defense isn't, but...
1: Mm -hmm. hmm.
0: Well, Texas made their defense look good.
1: Okay. Uh, Sark not singing the eyes of Texas. Do you care? 512-834-1027. When we come back, Sam Ellinger is going to be an NFL starting quarterback right now, starting this week. Not Quinn? I thought Quinn was oh, going to no, be the Not, not him. not stick. him. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Uh, hot take. I don't care. Not what? I don't care. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in just a moment. It's sport, uh, Almost Sports. Jason, CJ back after this. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. I should warn you, not just you, CJ, but the world uh, gathered by the radios to listen to the Almost Sports program. I'm filled with bad takes today. I don't know what it is. All right. Yeah, yesterday you was seemed in a mood. Very good mood. Yeah, yeah now yeah, today yeah. you're... Might be I needed the Patriots to win. There's a whole, all That's, sorts of things. That was stupid. My survivor dreams are over. I needed the Patriots oh, no. to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, now we're on the same... We'll get to that. Uh, but I, I'm not sure. Well, my, I would have thought I was a more professional, objective sports taker. Uh, but uh, now do my takes suck because I'm in a bad mood? Hold. Let's hope that we have too much show today, and we don't even have to talk about Brittany Griner because I'm not not a fan of that one. But ready yourself for a bad take. Sam Ellinger, Longhorn legend. He legend. He was the right guy in the right time. Yeah. he was a good player. I got nothing man. but love for to, you, yeah. Sam. Uh, we'll start at quarterback. His first NFL start this Sunday versus the Washington Commanders. He is an Indianapolis Colt, and he is replacing the benched, injured <laughs> Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan had a grade two shoulder separation in the game versus Tennessee on Sunday. Uh, But it's weird. Frank Reich, the the language here, he makes it seem like a benching. He says uh, that Sam Ellinger is going to take over as the starting quarterback, and he intends for Sam to start the rest of the season. Uh, Now, the bad take, I don't care. I, Why? Don't. I don't I want to see Sam. succeed. I, don't, I like Sam. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make me a bad longhorn fan that now that they're, they're, they're out of the Texas uniform. I'm not, I, I don't wish, I certainly don't have uh, ill intentions for it's him. It's because
0: he doesn't have fantasy implications. Well, look. That's why. Well,
1: here, I say this all. I say this about recruits all the time. People lose their mind about, oh my God, did you see? There's a 17-year-old in Longview, Texas who put on a Texas hat in front of the little local press conference. I'm like, all right. When he's here scoring touchdowns on the 40 acres, I'll get all jazzed about it. It mm, reminds
0: t- me, I got a bad hot take. Oh, look, put a pin in it. Okay, we'll, we'll good. We'll get back good.
1: to it. Uh, but yeah, I in terms of the, the kid, you know, recruiting news. I'm like, once I see him, you know, scoring touchdowns for the Longhorns, I'll be pumped about the guy. I'm not mad that he's committed to the University of Texas. And in the same way, once Wait, they're, they're gone many, and in the NFL, I'm sort of just like, oh, okay. How many it's good for him insane
0: high school quarterbacks has the University of Texas recruited that ended up at SMU? Or playing a different position well, or I would say on most, the
1: bench very notably during the Mac Brown era was guys that we didn't recruit the Andrew Lux the Johnny Manziel's Matthew Stafford Drew Brees is no, older Drew Brees I might have been right at the beginning nah, but I think before he's also made it clear he didn't want to play at
0: Texas though like he wasn't snubbed th- right or uh,
1: I think it was pretty clear like I think he used that as motivation uh, no okay, Texas okay. team recruited him that he played at Westlake and had to go all the way to Purdue uh, to be able to start. Uh, but what is your what is your angle? What are you saying? What is a, that I should pay more attention to the recruits? That I should? No, no. I, I,
0: my fiance in past years tries to understand why I get so upset when a college football team loses, and I say this has implications far down the road in the future. It's it's butterfly effect stuff. And I, I was thinking, if Texas does bad enough this year. Uh Tennessee, Georgia, Ole Miss keep doing good. Is Arch Manning going to change his mind? Are we going to have – and a lot of players committed to Texas because Arch Manning committed. If if Texas looks inefficient with this quality of a team, if this year ends bad, does he decide, hey, Tennessee's undefeated, Ole Miss only one loss. Does he –
1: Does he decommit? I'm confused how this has to do with the Sam Ellinger thing, but I brought up recruiting. That's what what I'm talking about. I can weave it back in as well because the answer is, the reason that I should root for Longhorns in the pros is it's just good for business. if, If Texas becomes an NFL factory. Like Alabama. Yeah, like your Alabama's, your Ohio State's. Uh, if that were to be the case, as it was for a little while there, particularly on the uh, offensive and defensive lines, like you couldn't turn on an NFL game without seeing some former Longhorns, you know, banging heads down in the big ugly land. Uh, and somehow we are not really putting those guys in the league anymore. But, yeah, if you if Texas develops a track record of turning guys into successful NFL players, then it's it's obviously good for the team. It's good for business. That's the reason why. That's the answer why I should do it. Uh, but I—I I mean, in terms of I, I, like Sam Ellinger starting this week, I'm—I'm I'm more intrigued by what does this do to Michael Pittman's fantasy value? <laughs> what does this do yes. for the Jonathan Taylor fantasy football owners? I hope it skyrockets. I, suppo- I suppose I'm even interested in a can the Texans still win the AFC South sort of situation. Uh, but it, it is kind of an interesting move because the Colts are three three and one. They're they're not out of it. They're not, and you're turning to Sam Ellinger, who I mean, this might be Frank Reich uh, just trying to save his job in that he's things have not been. I do you feel bad for Frank Reich? He he was the coordinator for the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. Does that seem right? And he t- takes the Colts job, and then immediately Andrew, Andrew Luck is, is like, out. I'm out, I'm out. And so they're like, then okay, then the we'll try. The patchwork of Philip Jacobi Rivers, brisket Jacoby Br- Briskin, like it was Philip Rivers for yeah. a second, Carson Wentz for a second, Matt Matt Ryan for a second. Now Sam Ellinger. Um yeah, I don't know, it just doesn't. I'll tell you, I I do I'm more likely Nick asked me this morning about what about the uh, Ricky Williams, Vince Youngs of the world. Guys who arguably, I mean, both of those guys Rick, had very, Williams did very, very NFL. successful NFL careers, but per, sort of wound, wound up out of the league, not on the best terms for a little while. Ricky quit. Yeah. Uh, and Vince Young, yeah, all of a sudden was rookie of the year, went to the Pro Bowl, and then just couldn't, couldn't make it happen after that anymore. I'm more likely to feel bad for you, <laughs> to feel bad for a Longhorn who didn't make it, than I am excited for Sam Ellinger, who when he went to the league, I was like, ah, maybe he can – maybe he can – it's Sam Ellinger's ceiling, and this is a high ceiling, this is going to sound like a dig, but this is a high ceiling, is Colt McCoy. Correct. If, if you become Colt McCoy, a journeyman who, just a 13-year backup a, quarterback. A good backup. Just keep printing them, getting them checks, uh, Colt. Like I think that's a, a great outcome. Uh, but uh, yeah, I never expected him to be like an NFL superstar. I still don't really expect him to. I don't know. What's your ceiling for, for Sam Ellinger? I, I can he can he become a an NFL a re- reliable I think he's a reliable, small reliable I, I think
0: the same with Cole I think they're smaller than the average quarterback again hmm. they have probably bulked up since they're in the NFL I haven't been looking at them sure I mean, Sam was lately. pretty beefy when he was here Uh I I agree I think I think a journeyman backup he's he's got a good football IQ he does rely on his legs a little too much which in the NFL Art and hustle. Aren't, aren't plays as, uh, hard as, this uh, is why
1: I would tell you, yeah, I would say uh, he's he's well suited for college, where you can heart and hustle your way to some victories. NFL but it changes, in, especially with the skill
0: positions. Yeah, like at te- that position, what Texas was great at when it came to the NFL factory wasn't necessarily the skill positions because you know you had you know Jeb not Jeb and Snead, uh, um you you had a lot of good. Receivers, backs, and people going to the NFL that did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, even Cedric Benson had a had a, had a good stint. But you, um, you, it was the defensive players and some of the linemen that that stood out and had good careers in the NFL. the The level of competition is much more difficult when it comes to the skill players. And I think the Texas offense, uh, especially the quarterback position later in years, wasn't built around. Right. A guy that stands in the pocket and throws—it was—it was the the read option.
1: Who is the best Longhorn quarterback ever in the NFL? Is there an obvious one that I'm not thinking of? It's probably Vince Young, right? Chris Sims did okay. Oh. He remember he played for Tampa Bay, he was a starter for a while. How did Chris Sims? He's on Football Night in America now. He's like the the you know the the biggest game of the week. Their pregame show. He's the man on that show. I got no disrespect. Nah, I disrespect you all the time, Chris Sims. I I have great disrespect for you. Okay, if you don't throw three interceptions in the first quarter of the Big 12 Championship in 2001, Texas is better than the national championship game. I'm still mad about it. Okay, yeah, he was. That's fine. How did that, he? Turn that was his, the most frustrating how long run. He, scene how did him get onto such a big big time TV job. Uh, you're right. He was he was there for the Buccaneers starter for a bit, and then he uh, didn't he rupture his spleen in a game. Chris Sims. Yeah, uh, something like weird he almost happened. died. I hope everything's fine for you, Chris Sims. I got. I know. I just said that I do have ill will towards you. I don't have ill will towards you. I'm just still mad about the uh, also because I, uh, I was a major Apple White guy. That's now, funny. now
0: that I'm thinking, who was the best like skill player? Was it was Roy Williams the most successful
1: Texas uh, skill well, player? Jamal in the NFL? Charles,
0: Priest Holmes, J- Jamal. Well, Priest Holmes is old school. I'm, I'm
1: considering like Ricky an, Williams. Our era.
0: W- Ricky Williams had a pretty
1: good mm, career. Mm-hmm. Um, Deontay Foreman is going to be the starter for the Panthers now. Yeah. Devin DuVernay? <laughs> uh, Jermichael Finley? Yeah, he's a good that in. But, I'm, but the only just one the, I can think that... What did you that, say? Just skill players? Yeah, yeah. He's, Roy Williams
0: is the only one that I can think that stood out. Um, I'm trying to think of the receiver that um, made the... I think he made the big catch against Nebraska. Played mm-hmm. for uh, the Steelers for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lima Swede? Lima Swede, yeah, yeah. He had a good couple of years. Mm-hmm. But what? what other <sighs> Longhorn running back wide receiver quarterback like really if right in the Holmes nfl was too long I, I think, ago I think I think that's too long ago like obviously yeah
1: priest I Holmes, would say that Jamal Charles is the biggest star that the you know, that the, uh, yeah. the, the, that that long the longhorns produced and he left
0: his junior year
1: right probably probably I like Jamal Charles he's <laughs> good uh, the not producer of this show uh, Nick Hajda just uh, texted me saying is punting a skill cuz Michael Dixon could be the the punter for the Seahawks. That was.
0: Do you remember that was the only good out of the Texas
1: football team? Was it Charlie Strong's last year, 2015 I, or I so? There like was a year where Michael Dixon was the best Texas football player. I think it was player, when Bouchelle was still our the punter was the best Texas football player, which is kind of crazy, man. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. Sam Ellinger. Uh, I'm rooting for him. Okay, I'm not. It doesn't particularly move my needle that he's a Longhorn and is going to get his shot. Would you rather? Oh, I
0: love this game. I'm, and I'm going to do for my today's top ten at the end oh. of the show. I'm going to research the best University of Texas players oh, in the NFL. Hell, well, but I'm going to go so by, ever.
1: I, no, I'm going mean, to go. The answers Earl Campbell.
0: I'm going to go. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, no, I'm going to go uh Derek I'm going to go defensive? our I'm going to go our generation. Okay. And I'm going to go uh offensive players. Offensive players. Okay. Yeah, because then it will just be defensive players. What is Let's be
1: real? What is this like the radio rating system here, CJ? There's so many qualifiers here. It's like these are the best shows. Yes, that's why we're number 1. By guys don't named question. Jason and CJ with beards, when only compared to Silence, they're number 1. Yes, don't question it. <laughs> they're just they're just number if, one. if
0: sales tells us we're number one in the way that they sorted the Excel sheet, then accept it.
1: I tell you what, let's do this. Uh, okay. Quick break. Uh, we'll come back. I want to play some Sam Ellinger. Would you rather have him or blank? Uh, and then uh, the, the New England Patriots have a quarterback decision of their own to make uh, a controversy I guess I didn't see coming. Bill Belichick put this on himself and put me out of my survivor league thanks a lot bill uh more almost sports on the other side of this break hold on the almost sports show on 1027 espn it's jason Dix, C.J. morgan and you as well 512-834-1027 is the phone number you can tweet at us at almost espn radio uh, let's play some some this or that. Uh, I would do this every day. As a matter of fact, every day that you don't hear me say, would you rather have this guy or that, g-? consider yourself lucky, because I love this game. Uh, Sam Ellinger is going to start for the Indianapolis Colts. It appears the remainder of the season. We are, of course, vigorously rooting for Sam, Longhorn legend, to, to make it in the NFL. And I guess that's that's going to be the. I didn't think he the- would
0: even be on a, anything other than a practice squad, right? Right.
1: Yeah, because of it. his game was so specifically tuned to the college game, in my opinion. What I'm saying there is that he was good at taking a snap and lowering his head and running into the back of the offensive sure. line four times in a row versus also, LSU. Didn't uh, get in. Uh, and not so much a precision, precision passer, which I think you, you need in the NFL. And can I say, uh, just so I can correct myself before
0: oh. I have to pay $5, remember, if we get something wrong, you can correct us. Back checkers, get at us. Five bucks. Uh, he's bigger than I thought. He's six foot one and 222. I thought he was like uh, yeah. 5'11 and 185. I don't okay. know why I thought that. I mean, he's
1: always uh, kind of. He's, yeah, he's, he's cut pretty good, and ripped up a little. From bit. From my bad seats at DKR, he looked he small. He looked small? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what would you say he is? 6'1", 220? Two, 222, yeah. 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 If he steps to you on the cl- in the club, you going to throw down with uh, Sam Ellinger? No, I'm going to hug him. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say thanks, man. i really enjoyed watching CJ. Blood, diffuses every situation with, with a, a hug. hug. Uh, the 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 essence of this question, I guess, is what do you think Sam Ellinger's ceiling is? Uh, Nick said to me this morning that he considers him a poor man's Josh Allen, like a a big beefy honky dude who can run and throw the ball. I would say I always said, and again, I meant this as a compliment, but people heard it as a as an insult. He, he was the poor man's Tim Tebow to me. Now, Tim Tebow is one of the greatest college football players of all time. And so, yeah, he could run. He could throw. He just didn't do either of a them as goof. good as Tim yeah, Tebow. Yeah. And Tim Tebow didn't make it in the NFL. So, yeah. AYU, he got the Broncos no, to the playoffs. No, he was there in the playoffs with the Broncos. He did, he, got the, remember, did he get he, them there? He
0: got them there. He, there was a he was there miracle with them.
1: game they had to win to make the playoffs, and he did it. All right. Uh, here, let's start with uh, I'm a, in the same division. This might be the toughest one, actually. Uh, would you rather have Sam Ellinger or Davis Mills of your Houston Texans? Sam Ellinger. Why? <laughs>
0: I like <laughs> Sam
1: Ellinger. I I think he's... I like him. That's all I can say. Uh, okay. Uh, the, let me do that. Uh, obviously, Trevor Lawrence of the Jags. You would rather have Trevor Lawrence. Uh, how sure. about Ryan Tannehill? Also of the same AFC South division. Tannehill. Uh, he's proven to be a good game manager
0: and see that he doesn't I mean granted you can hand the ball off but he uh he's he's had constant shift and change in wide receivers year in year out a lot of injuries and he's he's, he's done just enough and he doesn't look frazzled like he'll Tannehill will make some dumb interceptions and in plays but He doesn't, he never looks frazzled. He never has that look on his face where it's like,
1: (laughs) I, I agree with everything that you said. And that is why I probably would take Sam Ellinger is because Ryan Tannehill, like to me, his ceiling is I'm going to be the 13th best quarterback. I can win the AFC South, but I cannot take you to the AFC championship game. I certainly can't win the Super Bowl. And while I don't believe that Sam Ellinger is likely to do those things, I haven't seen it yet. I'm not sure. That's that also I would probably take Davis Mills ahead of Sam Ellinger because I'm still not sure what you what you got there with with Davis Mills. I'm pretty positive that I know who who Ryan Tannehill is, uh, and he's a uh, an average NFL quarterback. He's a playoff quarterback though. Uh, I mean, that's I mean, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. He is the playoff quarterback. Um, how about this guy's been to the Super Bowl, CJ? Jared Goff. Hmm. Jared Goff. Hmm. He and Sam Ellinger, were they on the... No, probably not. I was like, they might have played each other in college, but I think Goff was already gone from Cal when Texas went up there and lost. Jared Goff or Sam Ellinger. Man, Jared Jared Goff. You think Jared
0: Goff? Yeah, I mean, I got to take the experience... If I'm,
1: do I have to pay him what thirty five million no, or whatever no, no he's making cap. this year? This that do, just that
0: doesn't count. Salary? We're not playing that game.
1: I mean, the same answer I just gave for uh, the, you know uh, why I probably would take the shot on Sam Ellingers because I don't know or I don't know what he's going to be. I know what Jared Goff is. Mitchell Trubisky. Nah, dude.
0: <laughs> You're saying Ellinger? Yeah. Trubisky's
1: too fluky. Jameis Winston. Huh.
0: I'd take Winston.
1: It's probably the right answer. Thirty touchdowns one year. Probably the right answer. I mean, I'm just scrolling. I mean, thirty
0: the, something interceptions too, yeah. right? What was his record? Thirty and thirty-three, or thirty-three? He had 30, and thirty
1: interceptions and thirty touchdown passes because uh, they were doing thirty for thirty thing. Uh, ooh, this is this is good. Geno Smith, Seahawks, maybe the surprise team of the year. Looking at the, you'd you'd have to take Geno right now. <laughs> how did you, how? He's been in the league for a decade. I think nine seasons. This is his 10th year. How did you exist for so long being average, mediocre? I mean, at best, people thought of him. Maybe he's a backup to now now he's good? I don't know. I don't know if he's good. Patrick Mahomes, but he can only throw left-handed. Hmm. Patrick Mahomes. I think I probably still yeah, <laughs> take Mahomes. Mahomes no matter what. Okay. All right. Look, best of luck to you, Sam. We, we, we hope that you make it. Uh, would you rather have ba- Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones as your quarterback? Patriots fans, are you ready to weigh in? Bailey Zappi back to back drives and then singing oh. Stacy's Mom on the oh. sideline. Oh my God. Um. Yeah. So, just let me get the personal experience out of the way here. I'm playing in a like I'm sure many of you uh, a Survivor League, which has been a crazy year for Survivor League. So many upsets in the NFL. I mean, the first season, what half of the league you and I are in were yeah. The first out, week of the season, right? Had to yeah. To buy back in, yeah. Uh, and uh, we were down. CJ and I both. Uh, we had different. Uh, I'm part of a, a corporation, a collective of people. Uh, but uh, we had different uh, teams, and uh, you were you've been out for a couple weeks, right? Yeah, first week we picked uh, think... Tennessee and
0: Indianapolis who were favored. Yeah, and there was a tie, which means you lose with Indianapolis against Houston and then the Tennessee lost. So that's that's two of our four
1: people were already out. Seven yeah. hundred something entries in this thing. Uh, down to when Tampa lost, CJ. Uh, when, when Tampa lost, I believe they were down to 31 remaining out of the 700. And it's a $90,000 if you're the last man standing. And so, yeah, Tampa lost. And I was fist pumping with my guys because I was like, guys, all we got, all we need is for the Patriots not to blow it versus the the bears on Monday night. And just to
0: to clarify for, if you don't play survivor league, basically every week you pick one team who you think is going to win. But
1: once you pick that team, not against the spread, just win straight, just straight up, up win. Yeah. But
0: once you pick that team, you can never pick them again. Yes. So you try to be strategic and save. You know what? That's exactly your, your good
1: games and good things. So, but in a year like this, this, is, this where the NFL so how- wonky. Uh, And yeah, the, 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 the Patriots losing on Monday night football, by the way, it was 33, 14. They lose to the bears last night, not even close. And it wasn't the biggest upset of the week because Tampa Bay lost to the Carolina Panthers 21 to three when they were a two touchdown favorite. The bears, I believe were uh, excuse me, the uh, uh, Patriots eight point favorites last night, something like that. Uh, And so, yeah, already so many uh, uh, entries have been eliminated on Tampa Bay. Uh, we would have probably taken Tampa Bay, but we used them earlier this season. CJ, we were down to Miami and New England. We're like, do we do take Miami versus the Steelers or New England versus the Bears? And I was like, I really kind of have, I got a good feeling about Miami, but they play the Texans in Week 12. All right, I want to save save, my, them for, save yeah. Miami for Week 12. And then uh then we're not going to we're not going to play in week 12 cuz we took the Patriots. And what's going on with these Patriots though? They they select Mac Jones, Mac Jones in the first round last year. He's supposed to be the the new Tom Brady. Was it last year or the year before? Well, this is his second year in okay, the league. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. that's what I And about. he was a, a rookie sensation. I mean, when he, you're in the first round, people expect you to be good and he was I think a lot of Patriots fans got excited and said, "Oh, this is great! We're gonna go straight from Tom Brady to the Mac Jones era is officially here." He uh, didn't didn't finish the season so very great and got hurt early this season. Enter Bailey Zappi. He's a fourth round pick from I don't know, Middle Tennessee or Northern Kentucky. Or Looks like, like a one dork. One of one of those. Uh, First of all, I was like, hang on, why did the Patriots draft a quarterback? You just you just drafted a quarterback. He's their make-a-wish kid. Why did you draft another quarterback, Bill Belichick? Uh, he came in, won two games while Mac Jones was out hurt. Mac reclaims the starting job last night, but only makes it three series. They're down 10-0, and Bill Belichick says, give me that Bailey Zappi. Put Zappi into the game. Uh, immediately goes on two touchdown drives, and I'm at home saying, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, little baby Jesus. Rested. Save, save me here. Get me through this thing, and then I promise I'll never, I'll never bet on Mac Jones again. Uh, and uh, the, but that was premature because the Bears would just run all over the Patriots um,
0: inexplicably. Even at the end of
1: the game,
0: New England was trying to score and doing something, and then yeah. threw an interception that was almost a touchdown. <laughs> it was, it was it, I mean, it was absurd. Almost returned for pick six. Yeah,
1: that, the. I mean, whether you think the Patriots are good or not. The Bears are definitely bad, right? The Bears are definitely bad. So beating anybody 33 to 14 is pretty notable. Uh, But the fact that, and maybe it's just because I am uh, conditioned by my man, Sarkeesian, who wasn't even considering pulling Quinn Ewers on Saturday despite a disastrous second half.
0: I saw a different tweet today from a reporter that was like, he didn't even really that much, so the language kind of changed from, Didn't consider it to didn't really that much
1: think about it. It was the middle of the second quarter. He pulls Mac Jones. Like he gave him three drives and didn't, it wasn't like we're going to make a change at halftime. He put Bailey Zappi into the game in the second quarter. If you were that quick with the hook, Bill Belichick, am I about to second guess the greatest pro football coach of all time I am? Why wouldn't you just start Zappi? I mean, you were there at practice all week. You know the Mac Jones's condition. If you want to start, if you want, it, it seems to me that Belichick wants Zappy to play. And if you want Zap, Zappy to play, then just start him. Just do it. Start him another week. What's going to happen going forward? I mean, it looks like Bill, Bill said after the game. Uh, we just, we, hey, we just finished the game, guys.
0: Zapp just... zinging him to the end zone. He's the guy. Well, he
1: also threw two picks at the end of the game. And he's a guy. Guys are fourth round picks for a reason. Look, everybody. Every time, you know, somebody who's taken on the third day of the draft. I mean, I guess my team, the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, has a perfect. Every time somebody gets off to it, they're like, "Oh my God, is it Tom Brady again?" It's the again? magic secret and I'm, Romo I'm, too. There I'm were a like, couple of. I mean, he's guys. undrafted, but if you could only have one here, let's do it that way, CJ. You have to cut one of them tomorrow. You cut Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. There's there's an obvious answer. There's no
0: way you cut Mac Jones. He's yeah, your, yeah, yeah, you can,
1: yeah. You, He's a first-round pick. I mean, and that's why I'm surprised. Unless you believe him to still be hurt, I'm like, why did you? Why did they have the hook on him so fast? Uh,
0: that was a sad, weird game. Golly, I even remember I want you ninety thousand dollars on Can one of I the radio, one of your many shows. Oh where no! Like, yeah, what did the I say? Uh, New England's gonna trounce Chicago. <laughs> like you didn't even put much time into even talking I about the preview about it. of it. Like it was I, that
1: fast. I was so. So happy when Tampa lost on Sunday because I was like, look at all these suckers who picked Tampa. Meanwhile, we've got New England on Monday night. No way. With an extra day of preparation, no way, Bill Belichick. There's no way they're going oh, to. I'm the worst. I am bad. I am bad hey, at gambling things. Hey, it's things. okay. No. <laughs> all
0: right. There's Thanks. always next year to pour more of your money into this habit.
1: Uh, here, let's uh, take a violent left turn, move to the NBA. Has the NBA fixed tanking? No. No. Had the San Antonio Spurs fixed tanking? CJ, we're 3 and 1, baby. You know, my Spurs are 3 and 1. Man, your, your fandom is so mad. I'm, I, I am it's against it. Bizarre. I'm very bad. I, look, I have the answer. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you in just a moment. It's Jason, CJ, Almost Sports, back after this. Now, back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. 512 1027 is the phone number if you want to get in here. Let's talk basketball for a moment. The NBA has a tanking problem. Your San Antonio Spurs have a tanking problem in that they're a not one. they're not good enough at it. They're, they're so good. Pop is so good at coaching basketball. They, 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 they suck at tanking. I have the answer to both, though. Uh, Adam Silver, in an interview with Malik Andrews on the NBA today, yesterday, said that uh they they have fixed. They have fixed the tanking problem. Uh, he says that flattening the lottery odds and adding the play-in tournament have greatly reduced the incentives for teams to tank. No, it hasn't. And sending <laughs>
0: your stern <laughs> letters to the teams hasn't. No, it hasn't. When you have a once-in-a-generational player like this uh, Yanga Victor Wimbanyama. He's being called, and the dude after him, Scooty Henderson. I forget his name because... I mean, you got it, most Something like Scoot that. Scoot Henderson. Yes. Yeah. Tua Tungavailoa. <laughs>
1: Who's your favorite basketball player?
0: Giannis Antetokounmpo. No, 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 no. He plays for your Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic. Doncic.
1: D- uh, no, I'm yeah. Uh, Luka Doncic. Don- 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 Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Doncic. Don- 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 no. <laughs> uh, when you have, what were you saying when you have a player of this caliber? And, and, and even a guy, guy after.
0: But yeah, a once-in-a-lifetime player. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I suppose. They, 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 you, you can't here, let,
1: stop tanking. Let me read you what Adam Silver said because I suppose technically he's correct. Uh, quote, you're dealing with a 14% chance of getting the first pick. I recognize at the end of the day, analytics are what they are. It's not about superstition. A 14% chance is better than a 1% chance or no percent chance. But even in terms of straightforward odds, it doesn't benefit a team to be the absolute worst team in the league. And if you're one of the uh, poor performing teams, you're still dealing with a 14% chance, end quote. So yeah, what do you see? the NBA draft lottery. Bunch of balls go into the hopper, and they decide the order. And it used to be under the old system, if you were the worst team, you had like 15%. I think it was percent.
0: It wasn't that number, but you had a higher percentage. I'm, I wish
1: I knew off the top of my head. In my in my head, I think it's twenty five percent down to twenty percent for the second yeah, worst team. Yeah, it went in, in to, incrementally. And now all three the word the three worst records. The best chance you can get is fourteen percent. Which I will say as a as an advocator. That my San Antonio Spurs tank this season, it kind of hurts me that I'm like we're gonna throw away this whole season for a one in six chance, worse than one in six chance yeah. that we're gonna get Victor Wembanyama. But Banyama no, I got I got the CJs. Uh, I I kind of hate that. Uh, so he he's saying that they have reduced the incentives for teams to tank, which I suppose Adam Silver is correct. Thank you for your incredible analysis. An- when, when uh, analysis that a fourteen percent chance is better than one percent or comes no to, percent. When
0: it comes to a player like this, it doesn't matter. You take that well, gamble. You're and that's not going to make. You're not
1: going to win. Yes. The... While you have lowered the incentive to tank, have you? There, like a third of the league is tanking. There's. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been this many teams tanking. Now is that because of how good they're saying Victor Wimbanyama may be the best NBA prospect ever? Not since LeBron ever. He's seven four and he can shoot three. Yeah. CJ. who
0: got drafted before Ever. Durant that was also
1: on that level? Greg Oden. Greg
0: Oden. Yeah, yeah it's not. He was. A, he was a franchise Everybody changing got, player guys, too. You never guys know, miss man.
1: all the time. Um, so yeah, look. The answer. He says it doesn't make sense if you're the to be the absolute worst team in the league uh, because you only have a fourteen percent chance. I would say. And you, you want to tell me the play-in tournament? Like, if, all you have to do is be tenth in in the conference, and then you you have the chance to make the playoffs. That's stupid. Best the play-in case tournament, best stupid. case scenario. What you become the eighth seed and, and then get, get your get brains beaten in in yeah. a yeah in the first round of the playoffs? That doesn't. Now, if you're the owner, then you get a couple of games worth of playoff revenue and whatever. But no, I'm telling you. And look, this is from the experience as a Spurs fan, being the eighth to 20th best team in the league is the worst place to be because you can't, you have no chance to win the title, and you have no chance to improve your team through the draft because you can't, like, you have to pick in those top three, four, maybe five picks to legitimately improve your team. Uh, particularly like, Pop was great in the glory days of the Spurs at finding the, you know, Manu Ginobili is a second round pick. Tony Parker was the last yeah, pick of the, of the first exactly. round. Guys are much better at drafting now. Okay, Every,
0: everyone's caught up. And yeah. what do you do? You can't find them because it's how do, you can't prove tanking. You can't say, "Oh, plantar fasciitis." Well, I had to sit my star. They they flirted with relegation for a while. It never happened. That's not going to work because the owners will never have it. Well, well like, also I, the difference between a D league team or what it's the D league, right? Yeah. The developmental league and well, an NBA I think team. G league, G league. Sorry, but, yeah. uh, is is. It's a staunch difference there, and the problem, you know, in the in the soccer pyramids with relegation is when you have a team that's good that gets stuck in relegation, it can become an endless cycle, especially mm-hmm. for f- smaller markets. I mean, what do you maybe? What about this? What about you take like a big tournament method to where the top ten teams in the NBA in order get a financial reward as part of profit sharing with TV and everything? So. The incentive to not to tank is one through thirty, thirty two, whatever. Um, number one, uh, at the end of the season, not even playoffs, the first team gets yeah. uh, five hundred million dollars in revenue share and then it goes down to where you're or or maybe
1: I may, feel okay, like maybe the not rich are gonna get richer. Maybe in that not situation.
0: the rich get richer, but maybe this. Uh you get incentives where they knock off part of your salary cap and maybe it's mm. so if you're okay, mm-hmm. if you're the if you're the last team up to making the pl- I don't know, man. The I feel like you're doing dumb. Because you're right mind, Rich, Rich are get-
1: at the, the bulletin board connecting strings and dots here. I have the answer. Do you want the answer? Give me the answer. Let me the answer. And this is not me. Much smarter people than me Actually, have I, I know I know the answer out. and his name is
0: Luka Doncic.
1: <laughs> very good. Luka Doncic. Doncic. Doncic is the thing. Uh Luka Doncic. Yeah, that's the that's the guy. Um eliminate the draft. All all of the incoming players are free agents. No draft, hard salary cap, no player max salaries, all right? Ba- ba- but then
0: how do you work on equity in the league from bad how do bad Some teams of the teams, to bad teams
1: turn around? Uh, Victor Winbanyama would would be able to would be allowed. By the way, is America. You should be allowed to choose where you want to work, all right? He can choose yeah. the team that he wants to go to, but Oh, so the Lakers will well, Every year the has- Lakers can't have everybody because it's a hard cap. You you can't. There's no bird rights. There's no luxury tax. There's a, a finite amount of money that you can spend on your team, and once you've spent that money, you can't spend anymore. So Victor Wembanyama, if he wants, if there's a team out there, I mean, if the Lakers say, yeah, 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 come to L. A. and we'll pay you five million a year, rookie, but the Memphis Grizzlies are like, if you come here, we'll pay you fifty million. Is he going to say, well, I don't really know about? Tennessee, I'm going to go for 5 million in Los Angeles. He'll go to the, you know, to the best situation. No, they'll all go to uh, the Lakers. And they the if by eliminating the max salary per player, I mean, that's another thing that's totally like honestly, there's a, currently a, a a max salary isn't that just fundamentally against like t- telling a basketball player, "Hey, you're only allowed to make this much money?" How has somebody not sued the NBA yet? All right? If if a team could pay Giannis 100 million dollars a season, wouldn't they do it? Probably wouldn't they do it, but they are too So you, you take. And they
0: shouldn't be because it, it's one of the things that's ruining. You know, I'm a big soccer fan. But take it, it away really
1: screws that up the max salary, and you take away the draft, and you just make everything free agency. If you're interested, there's lots of smart people who've written about it on the internet. Uh, okay, we need a break, but when we come back, I have back-to-back bad basketball takes. Are you ready, CJ? I can't. One wait. of them involves Brittany Griner too. So I got a spotty track record, track record when it comes to the WNBA to begin with. Uh, By bad news for Brittany Griner uh, today. <laughs> I got in a good fight about that, I'll uh, tell you. More. Oh, really? Coming up. Nice. Uh, Jason CJ almost sports back after this.